Levels, levels. Levels, levels. Looks good. Boy, big game this week. Are the uh, are the Broncos or Bears playing in a game that matters that I don't know about? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'm. I was actually talking about our matchup in the semifinals for the late night league. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how much am I favored to beat you by? Uh, I believe last time I checked, it was ten. Is that? Uh... Is that points or is that players left standing after all the COVID protocols? It's, a, it's actually penalty flags. It's a new category I introduced. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, given what I've seen with the NFL this year, I'll take the over. Smart man. Hi, toddlers! Welcome to Talking to Todd, the weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Not too bad, but i i would like I would like to uh, I would like to whine a little bit. Uh, uh, in the cold open, uh, you took two steps towards me and then said, "Smart man," and that's fifteen yard. That's taunting, and I need you to back up. I'm, unless unless you're Tom Brady and then unless you're that's where unless I was going it, yeah. unless you're Tom Brady and then whatever you want to do Mr. Brady the field is yours <laughs> I can tell you to um kiss kiss your mother with that mouth Tom Brady Just... yeah guess that what that's what happens when, when your quarterback a winning team we're just not used to seeing that for a while <laughs> Did you see the, I'm sure you saw the news. I, out of the, you know, the side of my eye caught some news that Peyton Manning is going to buy the Broncos. No, 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 no. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning wants to, uh, wants to join a group that wants to buy the Broncos. Oh, oh, that's different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. I, I only, again, I only saw it out of the side of my eye. So I, I'm like, Really? Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. He he wants to, he wants to join an ownership group, uh, meaning somebody with the three point five billion dollars. Because I mean, I mean, he's he's good in those commercials. Like, he's good in all the commercials. Uh, but I don't think if him and Brad Paisley together pulled their money, they've got enough to buy the Broncos. So, uh, yeah. I wonder if that would keep him from doing Monday Night Football with Eli. Uh, actually. Uh, yes, I read a story this week that said you might want to enjoy the Manning cast while it lasts, because if he becomes an owner, you kind of probably can't have the owner of a team commenting on other teams. On the other hand, if it's making the league money, who cares? And by the way, I don't know, uh, the last Philadelphia game, uh, the camera was panning the, uh, the stadium and uh, on live TV, caught a fan in the front row, um, given the double bird. And Eli took a screen capture of that and tweeted it out saying, see, see. That <laughs> <laughs> away, Eli. Yeah. So let's see. Oh, boy. Is our mailbox full this week? Holy cow. 
Okay. All right. We should get to it then. Well, how about that? Um, let's, we'll start with a correction, a piece of correction feedback from Sarah Judson Brown, toddler, negative 18. Okay. She was not in the band. She was merely band adjacent. So last week I said she was in the band when she shared those cheers. She was not. So she was literally just sitting near the band. <laughs> yes. She was literally band adjacent. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, second, she sent me a note that if you start Lord of the Rings, the two towers extended on December 31st at this would be 10, 11, 13 nope. and 19 nope. seconds. No. Nope. 10, 13 and 19 seconds. No. Nope. 9, 13 there, and 19 there, seconds. There, you there go. we go. I can do, I can do math. No, I can't. I can't do time math. I also can't do time zones. It starts the new year by, with Theoden saying, so it begins. So she, she shared that, which led me down another rabbit hole. If you want to start the new year with Gandalf saying, you shall not pass, you start Fellowship of the Ring at 9.51 and 30 seconds. If you want to start it with Marty McFly returning to 1985, as many of us would like to do, you start Back to the Future at 10.19 and 7 seconds. If you would like to start the new year with the alien popping out of the guy's chest. Okay. <laughs> as you hit the new year, you start alien at 11.03 and 38 seconds. Boom. Happy new year. Uh, if you'd like to see the Death Star explode as the clock strikes midnight, that would be 10.02 and 43 seconds. Well, hold on, though. I mean, to be honest, if the Death Star is going to explode, okay, there's in four, all right, six, and then I think seven. <laughs> there's, 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 it explodes. Yes. The Death Star or whatever you want to call it, it explodes a lot. I'm just saying there's, there's like, you need to be very clear about which movie it is that you're, uh, that you're watching. I, you know, yeah, and this is a rabbit hole inside of a rabbit hole, but Galactic engineers, you have to wonder about where they got their training because it should not be that simple to blow up a massive space station with one shot. And yet it happens again and again and again. I'm just saying. Well, I, I mean, I think, I think it's pretty clear. I mean, if you watch the HR, the uh, HR policies on the Death Star were not stellar. So I do think there were some motivation problems. <laughs> uh, oh. And I get, oh, yeah. Do you have any more? Go ahead. No, nope. yeah, yeah. Got, I just have one more. Uh, okay. uh, for those of you that are Marvel fans, if you want to see the Thanos snap, if he snaps his fingers to start the new year, and every you know half of humanity gets wiped out, you would start Infinity War at nine forty-eight and fifty-two seconds. Or if you're in a much brighter mood and you would like to see Tony Stark bring everybody back. That would happen at 9.28 and 30 seconds. That's where you would start end game. So there you go. Now, this all started with uh, 
with Lord of the Rings Two Towers Extended with a very specific line. Um, I didn't do any research, but I will tell you that if you wanted to start the new year at the conclusion of the Lord of the Rings Extended Trilogy, you needed to start in in Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Peter, edit just a little bit. I could walk there in less time than it's taking these guys. Come on, let's go. This is a movie. Let's move it along. The Eagles can pick you up and fly you a certain point. They just can't pick you up and fly you all the way. No, don't think about it too hard. Don't just don't think about it too hard. It's fine. It's a movie. Plot holes are us. Okay. Another rabbit hole real quick. I was just listening to another podcast this week and somebody pointed out, and I hadn't really thought about this, that almost the, his comment was the reason why movies today suck I'm like great get off my lawn but basically what he said was and if you start thinking about this almost every great not almost but many 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 great movies plots would be completely destroyed by the concept of a cell phone because many many movies rely on the fact that you can't just pick up the phone and call somebody and say where are you at how you doing that doesn't sound right. You know what? Let me check. Uh-huh. And the movie. So anyway, there you go. Uh, and scene. Yeah, right? So can the Eagles fly you straight there and drop the ring? And can you pick up a phone? Like, we could really eliminate a lot of movies. But When go. Harry Met Sally lasts about three minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else do we have for feedback before we get too far down ruining every movie? Uh, so Greg and Sherry, Hi. Uh, toddlers number 17 and 3187 respectively as for the ragbri talking to todd toddcon 2 extravaganza yes the answers are yes and yes sherry is absolutely interested in writing and greg has volunteered to be not just her sherpa but ours as well ooh and we know from Sherry's episode, he's he's actually like he's qualified for that. He's got experience. Oh, yeah. yeah. In in an event that actually matters, and this is Ragbri. <laughs> ah, it's coming together nicely now. Right? That's kind of what I'm thinking. They are also they are driving a car down to Florida for their son Noah. But their daughter, Natalie, is in the car with them. And so Natalie is getting her first taste of talking to Todd. Oh, as, sorry. As, sorry. As they were they were listening to episode 94, and she's been dubbed the anti-toddler because mm. she is like, we're kind of an acquired taste. We recognize that. But- Natalie gets a shout out on the podcast for episode 95. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. And Natalie. There's three of them. There's three toddlers <laughs> in, so well, two and a half toddlers in that car, the high toddlers. Although, although, wait, just real quick, right? I mean, if there's two toddlers and then an anti toddler, does that mean that there's actually just one tot? In it? Overthinking this. I'm sorry. You go. Please continue. <laughs> Uh, Doug, Doug from the Educated Idiots says it's only illegal if you get caught. 
This is in regarding their sampling of songs at the end of shows. Todd had it right. They are absolutely sampling until the cease and desist order arrives. And they plan on using that cease and desist order as promotion. (laughs) And it would be the best advertising their podcast could ever get. It's not wrong, right? No, he's not. Suddenly go on, you know, go on media talking about the little guys just being crushed by the big, like, just out here, just just promoting, just promoting a small podcast and uh, DJ to go, your five star DJ service in the Cedar Valley, and this this big this big company is just coming in and crushing you. And you know, what 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 a, what a two what a two guys who are just trying to just have some fun on the side. What what are they? What how could they even compete against that? You you can't. That's just totally unfair. And that is that is why you know that then they could start advertising actual advertising. Actually, which we promised never to do, but we do appreciate our sponsors. Oh, by the way, I forgot one little quick note there on Greg and Sherry. Yes. Sherry sent us another sponsorship donation just today. So the editing of today's podcast is solely brought to you by Toddler3187 and not by 17. <laughs> so there you go. Sorry, yeah, I interrupted you, please. I was just going to say, if if Doug is already thinking about how a lawsuit, what they need to do is while they're sampling the music, they need to put the the DJ to go. Tech, they need to talk over the sampling so that while the music's being played, the DJ to go tagline is also. So if this ever goes to court, they're going to have to play it to prove right. Like you're going to would it please the court? I need to play this right. And then they're going to get their then they're going to get their tag light in. And then from a defense standpoint, can we play that again? <laughs> you know what? I didn't quite hear that. Now, how many? How, can we play that one more time? Right? How many stars? How many stars is DJ to go? Uh, you know, we should probably stop talking about their podcast and move on with ours. <clears throat> Let's see. We did a little bit of follow up there on the Windows thing. Windows things start. Um, the name of the David Sedaris book is Santa land diaries. It came out in 1992, a little bit of follow-up there. If you want to listen to him, read some of the Santa land diaries that is on the NPR website and it is friggin' hilarious. Um, let's see. I had a couple pieces of follow-up. I was listening last week as we were, or re-listening to the Ragbri one and we were talking about that Ragbri could be a write-off and then I realized at some point for that really to work I'm going to have to be at like a farmhouse we're going to be at a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere and be this guy <clears throat> excuse me uh, can I get a receipt for that pie <laughs> get get off your land okay sorry Okay. <laughs> yeah I, I assume there's a receipt um, <laughs> um, when I was listening back and explaining the, uh, how the, uh, the English football association gives fines for yellow and red cards, and then doesn't necessarily want to decrease the number of yellow and red cards because it would decrease their revenue. I was like, yes. that sounds like a familiar business model that where, where have I heard that business model before? And then I realized. Oh, that was Blockbuster and Rewind fees. If you don't rewind, it's $3. And every Blockbuster had a quota 
of how much rewind fees they were expected to make because if the, if that dropped, that was money out of the store. So I'm going to really need you to not rewind that, please. I mean, we'll say it, but we really need you to not. If every if everybody had come back to Blockbuster with all the tapes rewound, stores would have closed. It would have it would have hurt the stock price. Um, and then this is kind of a follow up. We've talked to previously about uh, signs. And when signs get posted and what, you know, hmm, okay, uh, dropped, uh, had to drop some uh, pre-Christmas returns off at uh, at a local uh, postal service office and, and go in and pull the big lever down in the packages area. And there is a, there is a uh, sign that has been printed on a laser printer and kind of folded over and taped there that says, uh, absolutely no FedEx and UPS packages. <laughs> And I huh. thought, okay, I thought, okay, one, I'm here. You know what? I'll just give, I'll just give them the FedEx box. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Um, no competitors. Let's <laughs> going to, going to Costco. I got the Sam's Club return. Whatever, sure, sure. Whatever. Uh, and the second <laughs> one is, I wonder how many FedEx and UPS packages had to be dropped off in the drop box before somebody's like, "That's it, <laughs> fire up the printer." We need a sign. <laughs> got to put a sign here somewhere. You know, it's happened more than once because <laughs> somebody took the time to make a sign. The There was a sign. This is jumping ahead, but uh, there was a sign in the changing room on Tuesday night in the locker room for the officials over the toilet that said, please flush the darn toilet. <laughs> Now, to be fair to the rest of the officials, the changing room was just off of the machine shop where, you know, they, you know, do woodworking and engine repair yeah. and stuff. So it, it it wasn't just the basketball officials that were using that bathroom. There were students that I think would use it during the regular workday, class day. I, I yeah. don't think that that was specifically directed at the officials. But you don't know. You don't know when that sign but, was put up. But you don't know. That's you right. You can't yes, rule it out. Yep. <laughs> um, but if, if <laughs> but I'm just saying, if it was directed towards the officials, you think that they would put a little bit more something in on the sign, something like. We've put up with enough of your crap on the court. We don't need it in here. Please flush the darn toilet. <laughs> oh, uh, one other piece of follow-up. You shared the story about the Coke CEO who was getting hate, hate mail, mail yes. for canceling tab. Yes. He got too many pieces of hate mail. Do you know what he was? He was so depressed. I just, I don't, I don't even know what to do here. I don't, I didn't even, I didn't see that one coming. That's, I mean, that's the annoying You're part, right? Like that's like, I don't, I thought this was a thing. I mean, it was, it was, it wasn't a thing. It was a bit. It wasn't, it was, it was, a bit, it was a, yeah, it wasn't a thing. It was a bit. Yes. <laughs> but that, that struck me on the re-lesson. I'm like, oh, he was so depressed. <laughs> there you go. Still a little behind uh, the scenes. Dwayne and I yes. re-listen. 
And for, for stuff that can air, we put it in our notes and bring it here. For stuff that can't air, we then text each other and say, here's the joke I missed. <laughs> the joke, the content was in this podcast. The punchline belongs in the other podcast, which makes no sense whatsoever. So anyway, that's how that works. The aristocrats. <laughs> Cancun. Anyway. <laughs> mm, sorry. <clears throat> oh, you just got it now. I just <laughs> got that. <laughs> I literally delivered the line. You went, huh, that's, I don't, okay, I guess that's funny. Took a drink. Oh, now I, <laughs> oh, now I get it. <laughs> it's a hat on a hat. <laughs> it's a, it is a, it's a hat on a hat. Uh, let's see, should we do, since we kind of touched on my tech corner sure uh well i had a fan eject themselves on monday night okay they they apparently decided that they were too much and took themselves out of the stands and sent themselves to the cafeteria wow Uh uh-huh at that that's the good half of the story. The bad half of the story is then they decided to stand in the doorway between the cafeteria and the gym and continue to heckle us. At which point then they didn't get to see the rest of the game. So growing up with, with two younger siblings, what, when you said that, what popped in my mind is many times in the back of the car, uh, with the I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you routine that seemingly all <laughs> siblings go through. I'm just envisioning this fan standing in the doorway, but with his or her toes just outside the gym, uh-huh. heckling uh-huh. and making this making this argument. Ref doesn't have any control over the cafeteria. I'm not in the gym. <laughs> Yes, but the athletic director does. <laughs> and off you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how about your tech corner? Uh, how about Todd's tech corner? Do we have anything? Okay. We've got, I think we got a couple of things over there. One that's kind of follow up, maybe. Yeah, this one, this one was follow up. So there was a question about um, can we watch Rue, the next season of Rue, using Apple SharePlay? Where you basically start a FaceTime call, and then you both start of you. You can then watch the same video at the same time over FaceTime, so that you can interact and also see it, and it syncs everything up, and it's supposed to work just perfect. Uh, this is something that Apple introduced eighteen months into lockdown. Good job. Um, anyway, that's. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's pretty difficult to do. Um, just so you said, I said, I wasn't sure if it was out or not. And you said you thought it was. So the answer, because at this point I had to go look, um, the answer in general is it is released. However, there, there are, there's a couple of things that need to happen. First of all, the video app needs to support it. That's number one, right? So each app has to build in support for this. And each person Everybody who's on the call has to have their own account to that video service, right? Independent subscription. 
independent subscription. It's not a way to just, hey, by the way, we figured out piracy, Apple. Um, <laughs> so for instance, Disney Plus is supported. So if you if you wanted to, you can use SharePlay um, as long as you're on the latest OS version of, of iOS 15 or Mac OS or whatever. Um, okay. As long as everybody's on that new level and everybody's updated their Disney Plus to the most current version or whatever, and everybody has an account, you can actually pull up anything in Disney Plus and start playing, and, and the video will stay in sync. So that when you and I, you and I've watched the Super Bowls together multiple times, um, yes, long distance, and usually uh, one of us is fifteen to twenty seconds ahead, which does make things weird. Oh, what, 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 what? 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 Oh, 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 there it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what I saw. So this is supposed <laughs> to fix all of that. So it's still, it's still not going to fix my phone going off and letting me know a touchdown was scored before 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 any of us see it before yeah. any of anybody else sees it but yes that's yes that's true so real quick i did find out here are the apps that support it currently um that we care about uh disney plus supports it um apple tv apple tv plus you could you could do group watch of ted lasso um showtime does support it and this is where the rue thing gets interesting because this season of the next upcoming season of Rue is going to be on VH1, but it's also part of Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus is on the list, but I don't know how long until after it airs on VH1 until it ever catches it over, ever gets to Paramount Plus. So oh. we're well, close, uh, yeah, but probably not. Um, there's a number of other apps that have reported that they're working on it. Sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> TikTok supports it. Twitch. I mean, you know, I love watching people play video games and wanting to talk with other people watching people play video games. Whatever. Sure. Uh, and uh, there's a there's a few others. So anyway, mm, it's out there. It's supported by some. I haven't tried it yet. So, um, that was my follow up. Uh, just you know, because. You basically said, hey, Todd, how does this Apple thing work? Uh, well, now I got homework. Ha <laughs> ha. How about you? What, what's uh, what's on your uh, what's on your tech corner? Or we've already talked about the other tech corner. So what's on this tech corner? So I was on a work call and we were talking about having to be having to show a vaccination card to get into a convention center where I'm going to be running a trade show here at some point. And so we were having a discussion about the easiest way to put it on your phone, or is it just take a picture of your Vax card and have it on your phone? Or, and somebody said on the call, you can load in your Apple wallet a virtual version of your vaccination card. And somebody else said, yes, but you can only do it if you live in California. And I went, well, that doesn't sound right. So... I started experimenting with it and, and I don't know if you can see this, probably not. I, there. I can see that. Okay. Oh, PHI, um, PHI. No, don't let me look. Oh, sorry. It's a, uh, I will not post this obvious for obvious reasons, but it's a QR code that you can scan and verify 
that I am fully vaccinated for dose one and dose two, whatever. Uh, and I'm assuming eventually it'll show that I got boosted this week, which is why we're taping late. But in order to do that and make that happen, I had to use an app that Unity Point, which is my doctor's network, an app that Unity Point uses called MyChart by Epic. Yep. And I went, huh, I wonder if Todd ever worked on that little project. <laughs> so that was my question about, about for, for Tech Corner was, A, it all worked really, really, I mean, for me, it was about a 10-minute process to make sure that, okay, this is, and I'm logged in there, and I can click here, and then I can port it over. So if you have my chart by Epic as part of your service provider's network of things that they offer, you can push it to your wallet on your iPhone, and it works really, really slick. If you don't, there are apparently other apps out there that kind of work also. I don't know. Anyway, it's kind of a pain and I'm not sure the benefit of it, but whatever. Um, yeah, it, so, uh, if your, if your healthcare organization uses Epic or uses Cerner, um, the two, the two are the two big ones. Um, both of their mobile apps have the ability to put, your vaccine card in a form that can then be loaded into Apple Wallet. I'm assuming it can be loaded into the Android Google Google version. Sure. Yeah. I would whatever, bet, right. but not my dig. Yeah, I don't know. It does require that your healthcare provider has enabled that functionality. So it's possible you can log into my chart and still not see the link that says get your QR code. Right. Um, there are other apps. There's Commonwell, I think, that will also let you. So, so like if you've gone through like your health department, your health department might report that to somebody else, and they may not be using the. It just like anything else in the U.S. healthcare system, um, it's inc it can be incredibly complicated. For some people, it might be great, and for other people, it's almost impossible. It's incredibly complicated, and the answer is well, it depends on your healthcare system. So, uh, yes. Coupled with your ability to navigate some oddball steps to follow, to make it actually happen on one of your phones. But anyway, um, if you find that helpful, maybe anyway, I, I will say there, there are places. Yeah. Yes. So there are States. I mean, there are States that are requiring you to display. They want a QR code. They don't want the paper card because it turns out <clears throat> Antonio Brown, that people are um, just faking <laughs> are faking uh, cards. Right. So um, there are States and venues in entire countries that are requiring you to have a QR code because the QR code actually links can link back to the place that gave it to you. So um, I had I had somebody at work uh, over Thanksgiving went over to Europe and was in France and Belgium and the UK and um, to get into anything any public place in Belgium or France, um, you had to have a QR code on your phone or you were not allowed entry period. So, um, 
anyway yeah there you go that's and uh by the way uh if you if you want if you want a an uh re- if you want an after show that will help you fall asleep uh happy to talk for hours about uh the uh intricacies of implementing my chart and what it takes a healthcare system to do that <clears throat> and the difficulties and the anyway yeah yeah <laughs> i may i may have i may have some passing passing knowledge <laughs> of that app and the infrastructure behind it <clears throat> i thought maybe you might so i'm like hey look at that i, I I, I don't know how long I've had that app on my phone, probably quite a while, but never put those two things together until this last week. I went, oh, hey, yeah, that's right. How about that? Anyway, what else we got? Main topics? We main got main topics. topics. We have idiots. Which ones Which ones do we want to tackle here? Um, well, the note that I've got on bowl games is very, very short. Okay. All right. Uh, it's something that I guess I'm looking forward to this last week in the famous Idaho potato bowl. Yes. The winning coach got doused with a garbage can full of French fries. Yes. Not to be outdone. The Duke's mayo. Oh yeah. I know where you're going with this one. The Duke's mayo bowl is promising a mayonnaise bath. For the winning coach. And at this point, both coaches have agreed to participate in the event of a win. I don't even know who's playing, and I absolutely don't care, but I may tune in for the end of that one. <laughs> I'm just thinking, okay, so, so oh, you know what? Oh, you know what we're missing, though, is the opportunity. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Again, I'm just the idea guy here, right? You take the winner of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl and the winner of the Duke's Mayo Bowl, and then and then you have those two face each other, and then the winner gets gets to uh, gets to have mayo to dip his fries in, right? I mean, at least then then you got some. What you're gonna want is you're gonna want some ketchup in there. Yeah, it's and, not. Uh, it's no fry sauce. I'm telling right, you. Right, you get some ketchup in there and like an eight an eighteen playoff to to basically get fry sauce and fries. I uh, I I was I was, my guess is that the winner of the Gator Bowl gets doused with Gatorade, but I would tune in if he got doused with Gators. He's gonna, you know, what you want to read the fine print of that contract before accepting the uh, accepting the. Uh, invitation to that one my thought would be it's pretty common for college football coaches to have bonuses in their contracts mm-hmm. that they get extra money for going to a bowl game not the not the student athletes because you know they don't get paid but but the coach coach gets extra money Let's see who we got we got the duke mayo bowl Oh, wow. I mean, that's, I mean, those, that's North Carolina versus uh, South Carolina. I mean, those are, I mean, those are big time schools. So, you know, there's probably a pretty decent, you know, I don't know what figure. It's probably a couple hundred thousand dollars. I Here's my thought. This is where I'm going with this. How much is your pride worth of after winning a game <laughs> that somebody is going to dump like a 55 gallon tub of mayo on your head? And the answer, I'm guessing, is probably around two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing that's that's how much the pride is worth. Oh. 
The SMU plays Virginia in the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. That's in Fenway Park in Boston, but they could they could dump Wasabi on them. Yeah, here's the thing though, and, and I only know this for reasons. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl, Wasabi isn't Wasabi that you eat. Wasabi is um is enterprise storage. So what they would be dumping on your head would be hard drives. Oh well that's not any good. <laughs> well that's gonna hurt. <laughs> The Cheez-It Bowl, that would be okay. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Do you get dumped? Do you get chicken sandwiches dumped on you or do you get peaches? I'm very confused. Or Chick-fil-A sauce. Yo, you could get coated in Chick-fil-A sauce. How awesome would that be? The Goodyear Cotton Bowl. I'd rather get pelted with cotton than with Goodyear's. <laughs> winning coach. The winning coach gets up to four tires. But here's the deal. The blimp's going to come in, and he's going to drop a tire, and the coach has to catch the tire from the blimp. You get to keep all the tires that you catch. (laughs) As God is my witness, I thought tires could fly. (laughs) Oh, did you have, you you also said you might have had something about bowl games. You know what? Um, I we'll we'll move that to next week. There's there's more here. Although, yeah, there's there's more stuff coming for that. Okay. Bowl season's continuing, so yeah. Okay. What else we got? Um, oh, so you had discussed. Uh, we're we're back to visual gags here on the podcast. Oh yay! Um, I know that makes our listeners happy. So you had you had mentioned that uh, you found the the NBC Sports problem of of pictures not lining up with the story seems to be getting worse. Um, and with NBC Sports shutting down in in the end of this month, um. I, I think their entire art department has moved to Yahoo Sports. I think I figured out where they've gone to. So I have three out of the 11. I have, I have 11 of these that I found, but I only have three for this one that I want to run past you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you the picture that they produced and the headline in the story is blacked out. I just need you to tell me what you think the story is that goes with any of these three pictures. And by the way, you're going to also notice a theme here. So let me send you the first one. You're going to appreciate this, by the way. I did this specifically for you. Okay. So that looks like a picture of, I got to blow this up. Matt Nagy yelling at someone. I'm going to assume it's the refs next to a picture of the Las Vegas Raiders quarterback marky mckeyliner car yes is that right okay is is nagy start with start with the sport what sport do you think that this i'm going to start you with an easy one what sport do you think this is covering it looks like football so my guess is that this is a discussion about i don't know when the bears played the raiders I don't know. Follow oh, from that. Oh, that's that's so unfortunate. Here is the actual. St- Utah State alley oop turned three pointer triggers rule book confusion. It's a Thank story you. about men's college basketball officiating. But of course, why would you? Why would you not put up a picture of Matt Nagy and Derek, Derek Carr? D- David, David Carr. David was a sack master. And by that, ah. he didn't he didn't do all the sacks. He got sacked. He, yes. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, you ready ready for round two? Sure. Okay. Uh here is here's round two without the picture. Oh, come on. Without the story. That's the same picture. Yes. Yes, it is. You've noticed the theme. What I'm gonna story ask did the same, I'm gonna ask you the same question. You can you can do the story or you can even just tell me the sport this has anything to do with. Is this a story about Olympic curling? I know the Winter Olympics is coming up. You're close. Actually, you're not. But. No, I'm not. <laughs> Free throw shooting hurting women's college hoops teams. Really? Apparently, Matt Nagy and Derek Carr have a lot to do with free throw shooting in women's college basketball. Okay. okay. All right. Story number three. Story number three. And this one, I'm just going to tell you right now, those those had very I mean, those had very little to do with the picture. But this one, this one has nothing at all in any way, shape, or form to do with the picture and you're going to see why do i need to send you the photo again or or are you getting the bit have you figured the bit out it's the same picture i'm i'm gonna run the whoosh but you don't need to send it to me this time okay uh how uh let's see could this be about sea turtles coming ashore for the season close Twenty twenty one betting in review. Super Bowl is still the king. The sports betting industry continued its massive growth. Well, it's not much of a bet at this point as to whether or not Matt Nagy is going to lose his job. I mean, there's well, what I was going to say was Matt Nagy having anything to do with a story about men's college basketball or women's college basketball makes a lot more sense than Matt Nagy having anything to do with a story about a Super Bowl. <laughs> You're welcome. You're 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 not you're you're not wrong. <laughs> nice, nice work. Oh, I'm sure toddler number one's going to enjoy that. All right. Do we have a little bit of time for idiots? We got we got sure. I, I we do. Um, yeah. Let's do a couple of these. Pick a couple. What do you got? Okay. All right. I will make some of these. I'm going to just these are going to be quick hitters. So we'll try to get through all of them. Okay. Okay. This one is this one is a uh, this one is both follow up. And another nomination for idiot. So a couple of weeks. So this is T-Mobile. A few weeks ago, I went off on the whole. There's no way I'm ever going to see my my refund for trading my phone after Apple and T-Mobile and talk to each uh, other yes. and all of that. Right? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Lisa got a text <laughs> on her phone. Your uh, your rebate has been approved. And uh, as of today, we got our first of 24 uh, rebate payments credits on our bill. Woo-hoo! Yes. Yes. However, like, way to go, T-Mobile. But they give it and they take it, although content. Lisa uh, Lisa spent uh, two weeks ago. She was in, uh, she was back up in, in Canada for work. She was up there for four or five days, four days. And she gets this message on her phone warning her that she has violated the terms of service of T-Mobile and that action could be taken. I thought, what the heck? Okay. Hmm? 
So here's the we, we one of the reasons we have T-Mobile is because she works in Canada and as part of T-Mobile you get 5 gigs of high-speed data in Canada or Mexico every month as part of your plan. Did she and if you go above that, they slow you down. Did she exceed 5 gigs? No, she did not. She didn't even use the amount we have. The here's what here's the problem. The fine print says you were only allowed to use, you have to use less than 50% of your data can be used in a foreign country. She used like four gigs of data. However, the rest of the time she's here in the house with Wi-Fi. Not using, da- not using any data. Using any of T-Mobile's data. We're right. using yeah. we're using the heck out of our Wi-Fi. So sure. we're not really, we're paying them a lot of money to not use their network. So when she then used less than she's allowed to use, T-Mobile got all pissy and said, you're in violation. You should use Wi-Fi when you're on the road. And Lisa's like, what am I supposed to do? I do use Wi-Fi. But like I, and I said, the only thing we can do is probably we need to get in the car. We need to go drive someplace. We need to drop your phone off in a park. We need to pull up YouTube, select four 4K movies, stream all of them at the same time, and come back six hours later and pick up your phone. The only thing we literally need to burn through data here, that's the only thing that makes sense is we actually have to use more data here because she's actually using less than she's allowed there. On an unlimited plan? On a totally unlimited plan. You don't even have to leave your house. Just flip off the Wi-Fi and just let it go over to data. That would work if we had service in our home. Oh, you're kidding me. But we don't actually get our T-Mobile doesn't work here. (laughs) So we have to drive someplace to get service. Who's the idiot now, huh? Yeah. Wait. I'm like, oh, why would you have okay. to get it? I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Just flip off your Wi-Fi. Why would you have to get in your car and leave to the... Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> A couple of other... Okay. So here's some quick hitters from watching some professional football this weekend. Um, some of our... Some of the esteemed uh, football analysts, uh, former players, like to think... like They like to talk big, uh, but they need to stop talking or at least keep to what they're talking about. Um. There was last week a lineman for the Dolphins. I don't, he picked up, I don't know. Somehow he got the ball. He rumbled in for a touchdown. Big man, big man touchdown. Everybody loves big man touchdown, right? Sure. So he did, for reasons I'm not totally clear about, he did the Lambo leap in wherever the Dolphin Stadium. Now, you look at the like, oh my goodness, the wall is like five feet high. So he like jumped up on the wall. But the wall is very is very narrow and he's a very wide person. So he landed on the wall and then fell backwards into some fans. Um, on, on Onto some fans. Onto some fans, yes. <laughs> at which point, Phil Sims doing the highlights shows this and says, you know, he runs in and centrifugal force pulls him into the stands. Phil, I, <laughs> sir, no, I, I think the word you're looking for is gravity. Like <laughs> gravity pulled him down, not centrifugal force. 300 and- pound man jumps up, 300 pound man comes down. That's kind of the way gravity works. 
And I only know this because we covered this in the bonus episode. That's Hard Rock Stadium. Thank you. Yes, I should have You're known. Welcome. But I was going through the eight different like which one was it? Where did Joe they Robbie? No, Dolphin. No, Dolphin. Land, land no. Shark. <laughs> land Shark. Candy Graham. Not to be outdone, Tony Romo. There is uh there he's he's broadcasting the game and a player comes up injured and <laughs> TJ Watt gets he gets injured, he's on the ground. This is a quote from Tommy Romo because I literally wrote it down. <clears throat> uh, I'm not going to speculate. He could have a broken rib. <laughs> <laughs> this would be me not speculating. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to speculate. But I think he's got a broken rib. <laughs> oh, Tony, Tony, Tony. Um, last idiot. This one. This one just is a palate cleanser, non-sports related. Um, I'm going to nominate, I think I'm going to nominate 63 year old David Bramley of Sharon township in Ohio. He stole a bridge allegedly. And when I say he stole the bridge, a 58 foot long, 10 foot wide, six foot high pedestrian bridge went missing. What? Yes. Yes. He stole a bridge. Now, this is a pedestrian bridge that was over something. And then at some point they didn't need it to be over it. So they parked it somewhere on some land and it had been there for quite a while. And then people walking by one day noticed, huh, all the floorboards are missing. Huh? Guess they're doing something with it. And then a couple of days later, people walked past and went, wasn't there like a 60 foot long bridge here for like the last 10 years? Yeah. Apparently, um, Mr. Bramley, uh, paid somebody to come <laughs> lift a 60 foot 58, a 58 foot bridge, put it on a truck and drive it away. Somebody said I could have this. Anyway, so my, the, the funny thing about this, of course, is again, 58 feet long, 10 feet wide. Like, have you seen, have you seen that Dr. Pepper commercial when they go to the, Hey, we're missing some goalposts and the guy has his swings on the goalpost, right? Uh, and yes. Then, I, I don't, was this whole thing? Oh, you should look at that, that new antenna holder those people have, right? I'm just thinking, <laughs> guy's got a 60 foot long bridge in the front of his house. We're looking for somebody who stole a bridge. Huh? Well, huh. I see it. I'll, I'll let you know. I'm just thinking. Can you put that? Can you put that on Facebook for sale? Fifty-eight foot bridge. It's on marketplace. Not a problem. Yeah, it's it's fine. Slightly used. (laughs) Won't deliver. Um, where are we at now? What What do you What have you been watching this week? So there's a Ted Lasso short that came out. The Christmas short. Yeah. So we watched that. Um. With the new Matrix movie coming out this week, we thought it'd be good to get caught up on the Matrix trilogy mm-hmm. so that we could remember. So we watched the first one. Wow, that's a really good film. That's really good. And then we got about two thirds of the way through the second one. And then we found some other stuff to watch. So <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I, wow. Um, I mean, it's the same story, but it's a different movie. Anyway, um, yeah. So we're either catching up with the Matrix or not. On NBC is a new show called American Auto, starring uh, Anna Gasteyer. 
Okay. And it's done by the creator who did Superstore that Lisa and I watched and we talked about. Um, anyway, it's it's a little far-fetched, but uh, it's, it's there. Um, and we watched the first two episodes so far. I mean... I mean, it's an NBC comedy. I mean, it's not good enough to be put on Peacock at this point, but you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's something. Um, and then I'm going to, I'm going to what are you watching? And then, and then I do have a follow-up question for us here. So what, what are you watching this week? Well, we went and saw Spider-Man in the theaters. Ooh, I hear that's good. I hear it's good. I hear it's really good. It's very, very, very good. Very, very, very good. No spoilers. Very, very, very good. Yes. Okay. I. Uh, at some point, once you've seen it, we can talk about it. We'll wait another couple of weeks while our listeners, if you haven't seen it yet. Oh boy, it's great. It's really, really, really good. Spoiler. Oh come on, man. I, anyway, sorry. What else? Got to go see it. You got to go see it. It's really good. Um. In preparation, we watched. We actually watched all five of the previous Spider-Man movies in the three or four days prior to. So we watched all three Tobey Maguire's yep. and both of the Andrew Garfield's. So wow. just to get caught up on all of the, I mean, cause you've seen the previews, right? And you know, Doc Ock is back and you know, the Green Goblin makes an appearance because they're in some of the trailers, you see the little uh, orange globe exploding whatever's so you know i'm like okay well let's go back and watch these so that we know you know just we're grounded in spider-man universe so it was good it was good you do oh. not need to watch the i'll tell you you do not need to watch the cartoon one even though that one is also very good but you don't need to watch that one into the spider-verse this. yeah into the spider-verse but it, that that one's very good as well I just realized. <clears throat> so you you were talking about a movie that you want that you've already watched, and I'm talking about a movie that we want to watch, and both of them come with homework. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> the question I had was, and and I don't want to derail us completely because we've 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 talked about what, and by the time this releases, it might be after Christmas anyway. But we've talked about what is or is not Christmas uh, a Christmas movie, but. What are you going to be watching with the family? Is there something that you're going to be watching with the family, you know, either leading up to Christmas or on Christmas Day? Or is there is there something that, you know, that is going to be watched? Do you have plans for anything to be watched for the next couple of days that like it's either a tradition or, you know, maybe becoming a tradition? We will probably throw in Christmas vacation because we always do that. Um. And we will probably watch Prep and Landing again, though I know Amy has already watched them at least once this Christmas season. How about you? Um, our our go to movie is Elf. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Lindsay Lindsay loves Elf, and I got to be honest, uh, it's it's good. I mean, it's a really it's a really good film. I actually heard somebody talk about for people who. For people who hate Will Ferrell, this is still a good movie because this isn't him. This is the best part of Will Ferrell, not the stuff not, that people don't like about Will. Not not the Ricky Bobby, yeah, um, yeah, stepbrothers, Will yeah. Ferrell, yeah, I, and kicking and, and screaming. Watch, 
Right. And when we watched the making of, right, the movies that made us or whatever, I mean, yes. the, the director was talking about wanting to make a timeless Christmas movie. And actually, yes, I, I think succeeded. Um, and then the other one, I think um, I'm thinking that we're going to I really want to pull up the. Um, I want to pull up the Ted Lasso Christmas episode uh, from season two and rewatch that because I. So English shows do this, right? They they have short runs or whatever, but a lot of English shows do a very a Christmas, a Christmas bottle episode almost, right? So they have mm-hmm. a Christmas that isn't it isn't dependent upon the whole timeline. It uses the characters, and it's usually you know has something to do with Christmas. Um, Doctor Who is known for this, but there are other. It's very common in England. Apparently, when I've I've now heard this week from sources podcast i listen to who have sources that when apple threw all the cash at ted lasso and they figured out they were going to do a christmas episode they went back to apple and said hey we're going to do a christmas episode but could you release it around christmas like the way this is yeah. it's a christmas episode it, it doesn't live in the timeline it's separate this is the way we do things we're going to do this could you and apple went no, I don't think so. So uh, anyway, I think we're going to I would like to go back and watch that because I, I do think that that's a really good uh, that's a really good Christmas episode. So anyway, I think that's on the list. Let's see. What did you learn this week? Well, I'm going to put this in here because it, it was something I learned probably a week and a half ago. And you said Anna Gasteyer in one of the things that you're watching? Yes. Do you know what voice Anna Gasteyer is f- maybe not famous for, but what voice she provided? I can't even come up with something funny around that. Um, no. So I'm just going to go with no, so we can finish the episode. <laughs> this is Aaron Sorkin related. She was the voice of the operator for the Butterball Turkey Hotline on the West Wing. <laughs> okay, that's a deep cut. That's it. <laughs> right? It is. It's an absolutely deep cut. If you remember the Butterball Turkey episode, oh my word. The tur- but, you know, there should be there should be a number that you call if you have a problem with your turkey. There is, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and Anna Gasteyer provided the voice for that. So there you go. How about you? What'd you learn this week? Okay, so after almost two years of working from home, I think I might be spending a little bit too much time with the dogs. Um, So as this is Christmas season, we've got incoming boxes, right? So we've got stuff coming in that needs to be wrapped or whatever. We got a box from Chewy that that Lisa had ordered um, some snacks for the dogs to replenish the snacks that we give them. The box is sitting there with the other ones. And two nights ago, I was looking at the box and the dogs following me around. And this, this literally went through my head, which was, oh, I should probably open that and um, take the stuff out of it. Oh, but I don't want to do it in front of the dogs because I don't want them to see what they might be getting for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Because Preston would be so disappointed. Right. I mean, you don't if want to see, surprise. You, you don't want to see. You want to see the surprise on his little face on Christmas Day, not earlier. Oh, 
Oh, because he's yeah. he's only two. He still believes in Santa. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be so disappointed if he knew that Santa was chewy. <laughs> Wrong, chewy. It's not a very good Chewbacca impression. <laughs> Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify or Podbean, wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking on the number two. There's no G and there's no space. We have a page on Facebook. You can tweet us on Facebook. Pretty sure that's how that works. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. We are still taking nominations for our end-of-the-year toddies, which will kick off just after uh, just after the new year. So you can send us those, leave us a voicemail, or you can text us also, 515-ALSO-CPA. That's 515-257-6272. As referenced earlier, support for the editing of this podcast this week was brought to you by Toddler3187. And that's all. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. And the website is talkingtotodd.com. Thanks to our listeners, especially the new ones, especially those who are being forced to listen in the back of the car, Natalie. We appreciate you. Tell your friends. Send us your feedback. Feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? Uh, I just want to take this opportunity to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to all of our listeners. Thank you for for making it through this episode and this year. And uh, and in honor of Dwayne's Lampoon Christmas, I just want to leave everybody with uh, Save the Neck for Me, Clark. (laughs) If I woke up with my hair stable to the carpet, I couldn't be more surprised. wanted to go with the most famous quote from that movie but that that doesn't work in a christmas episode (laughs) or or at least it needs to be bleeped (laughs) and as an rv owner you'd know what he's talking about